expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona. This is Brother Mike back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for tuning in to the radio program today. Today's Bible study, Voices in Your Mind. Do you happen to know somebody who may be kind of flirting with mental illness or has problems controlling their mind or has racing thoughts constantly or when they go try to go to sleep at night, their mind kicks in and they keep going extremely fast, one thought after the other? If you do, call them now. Today's their chance to get healed. Hey, this is Brother Mike. I'm the counselor at the House of Healing in Central Phoenix. We are on 11th Street and we are just south of Indian School Road east of the VA hospital and west of the 51 freeway. On the website, hardcorechristianity.com. All of our services are there, Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays for healing, teaching, and deliverance. My main service every week is my Friday service at 6.30. That's my teaching service for my radio listeners. Thursday night, we have individual personal prayer for every person that comes for healing and deliverance. We also have a training video at 6 o'clock in case you're considering entering the healing and deliverance ministry. Wednesday night is Ladies Healing, Teaching, and Deliverance Night. Ladies only on Wednesday night starting at 7 p.m. with Diane, Kelly, and Vivian. You can join our YouTube teaching channel off the website. You can also join us on Facebook and read about all the miracles God is doing in the ministry. Our next free seminar is... March 27th, Friday, 6.30 p.m., on the glorious gifts of the Holy Ghost. Do you know somebody who hears voices in their mind? I've been in counselor for 34 years now. This is my 34th year running full-time work, and I have met, I couldn't count them all, the number of people over the years, Christians and non-Christians, who have minds that are out of control. The slang term is out of your mind, but they're not really out of their minds. People have trouble controlling their thoughts and controlling their minds. Now, here's how it works. Listen very carefully. Let's let's do a little psychiatry today, too, shall we? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine to them. Now, the Greek word for minds in that verse is naima. It actually means thoughts. Your thoughts in your mind. The Greek word for age there, or excuse me, for world there, is the Greek word ion, which means age. Satan is the god of this age, and he has blinded the thoughts of those who do not believe. This verse always confused me many years ago when I read it because I couldn't understand. I knew so many Christians who had the same problem as sinners. They couldn't control their minds. Well, God revealed a truth to me in this verse. Apostos is the Greek word for believe not, And it means an unbeliever, and God showed me there are two types of unbelievers. One is a sinner, and the other one is a Christian. 
And when I first got that revelation from the Lord, I thought it was strange, but later on it made a thousand percent sense. Sinners by nature don't believe, and they're unbelievers, but Christians also don't believe either. I have run into, I don't know how many Christians, thousands over the years, who don't believe in divine healing, they don't believe in deliverance, they don't believe in sanctification, they they don't believe in hell. I mean, that's a popular theory floating around now. Many Christians don't even believe in hell anymore. So there's a lot of Christians who don't believe the full and complete gospel of Christ, and of course, all sinners don't believe it either. But the point of the verse is, which I find incredibly interesting, and you will in just a minute, is that Satan is able to blind people through thoughts he puts in their minds. Satan is able to put thoughts in people's minds. And it's done by 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, seducing spirits. Satan uses seducing spirits to put thoughts into people's minds. It happens all the time. And in most cases, 90% of them, the thoughts are negative. The thoughts are negative. If they're not negative, they're involved with vanity, pride, egoism, a number of other things. But it's always something negative. Let me give you a quick example. I like to use Peter and King David in my counseling sessions because they were great men of God, but they had massive flaws. I love these two guys because they were great men of God with staggering faith who were very, very flawed people. Those are my favorite kind of people. Check this out, First Chronicles chapter 21, verse 1. Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. The Hebrew word for provoke there is sooth, sooth. It means to prick or to stimulate. Now, how did he do it? You guessed it. He put a thought in David's mind or a series of thoughts about the benefits of numbering Israel. Now, mind you, King David had already been told before not to do that. And Jehovah didn't want them to number them because their arrogance, their egotism, and your pride would go up and it would allow them to try to depend on themselves and not him. So you know the story, don't you? David went to his trusted assistant who had been with him for years and told him, hey, we need to number Israel. And the assistant tried to talk him out of it because he knew it was a sin. But David didn't listen to him because he had been sold a bill of goods in his mind by Satan. A spirit had stimulated his mind and taken it over for just a few seconds and put thoughts in his mind. Now, years ago, it happened again, didn't it? Second Samuel chapter 11, verse 2, quote, it came to pass in the evening that David arose off his bed, walked upon the roof of the king's house, and from the roof he saw saw a woman 
washing herself. The woman was very beautiful to look, to look upon. Look upon. Ma'er is the Hebrew word. And it means to gaze at. Okay, what's happening here? Same thing that happens at, you know, an exotic dancing club, a strip club, Bourbon Street, Cheetahs, whatever it is here in Phoenix. They have them all over Las Vegas. What's going on there? You know, you find someone that you think is sexually attractive. You start staring at their body. And guess what happens? Seducing spirits or lust spirits start to put thoughts into your mind. And King David received these thoughts in his mind. He looked at her. The thoughts told him that he was the king and could do anything he wanted to do. Nobody would know. He inquired about her. He sent for her. What's going on here? Satan, through the use of seducing spirits, had temporarily, just for milliseconds, taken over David's mind and pumped these lust thoughts into his mind. And David thought the thoughts were his. David thought they were his thoughts. Satan had provoked David and put thoughts in his mind to number Israel, and David thought the thoughts were his. Now listen carefully. In my counseling practice, I frequently counsel with people who have schizophrenia, schizoaffective disorder, uh, dissociative identity disorder, racing thoughts, insomnia. These people all, believe it or not, the mentally ill and the non-mentally ill, have the same basic issue. What is happening is the spirits are putting negative or lying thoughts into the person's mind. The person then, under the deception, thinks the thoughts are theirs. Let me give you an example. I had a patient come in not long ago, and he heard cursing thoughts in his mind, blasphemous thoughts, horrible things about God, negative things about God, sexual things about God, about Jesus, about different things. There was a range of them. And he kept praying and asking God to forgive him. Now, what I'm going to tell you right now is going to blow your mind and save your life at the same time. When a spirit puts a negative thought into your mind, you do not need to ask God to forgive you of that. Because the thought is not yours. God only requires you to take responsibility for the thoughts that are yours, not the thoughts of demons. The reason the demons tell the person that it's their thought when they give them a blasphemous or negative thought, they're trying to heap condemnation and guilt on the person, and the person receives it and then asks God to forgive him for it. If a demon puts a thought in your mind, that is not your sin, it's theirs. Your sin was in receiving it and thinking it was your own. So what does God require you to do? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, you must take that thought captive and drive that thought out of your mind and crush it forever. If you say to the Lord, 
Dear Jesus, please forgive me for having these horrible sexual thoughts about you and God or cursing you or screaming at you with evil statements and filthy words. Dear God, please forgive me for that. You're actually wasting your prayer because you're asking God to forgive you for something that's not you. The thoughts are not yours. Even if you're mentally ill, the thoughts are coming in so fast and so powerfully, the person thinks it's their thought, they are not. You don't ask to be forgiven for that. If you understand that God is not condemning you for the thoughts that spirits put into your brain, the condemnation and the guilt of your life will lift off of you. If you have mind problems, you're eligible for free counseling services at the House of Healing. Brother Mike, 602-636-5800. God wants your mind healed. And God wants your mind well, but he can't forgive you for sins the demons are committing. It's not you. expressed on the preceding program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program has been sponsored by Michael W. Smith.